Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me today. Hope you're all doing well. Today is going to be a little different. I, I had a an interesting week. I want to start by repenting and asking forgiveness if I've made this podcast about me. I know that the description of this program and what I set out to do was talk about or describe what life looks out when one is sold out for Jesus Christ, 100% on board, just chasing after him. This week, the Lord has exposed to me through others how much deception is in the church today. I saw some teachings that were critically broken down using scripture, biblical standard, and things were exposed to me patterns in deception by people leading big churches and big movements today. Errors in theology that clearly are not biblically sound. As I was doing my research this week into what false teaching and false prophets look like and how to identify them, I started to see some people I've followed, that I've listened to, people who've led movements and conferences that I've gone to looking for something. People who've made their ministry about their story, about themselves, and who are teaching a gospel that is false, that is wrong, that is changed, that is different than the pure gospel we see in scripture. Some of the things that I've learned from some of these people and ministries throughout these last 17 years that I've been following Christ, I've thought were true. And the question is whether I've spoken of those things here to you, whoever's listening. I feel like I need to go through all the stuff that I've produced and make sure, you know, are there false egotistical teachings in here? I understand that what I do here isn't necessarily line-by-line scriptural teaching. I just talk about what's going on in my life, what I believe God is doing in me, with me. But there needs to be a scriptural basis to anything I'm trying to teach anybody spiritually. So I repent, I ask forgiveness if I have taken this time to make this about me, or I have simply not made this about the Lord. If I have gone to his word and extracted passages or scriptures that look like what I want them to look like instead of really getting the meaning out of the word that exists there and sharing that with you. There certainly is value in another person's testimony in their experiences, but we don't gather our truth by the experiences of other people, by their testimonies. We get our truth from the word of God. I've said this before on here, you don't take my word for anything. You gotta get in the word, test what you're hearing and make sure it's true. But at the same time, if I'm gonna hold myself out as someone who's actually trying to teach you something with these words, I need to substantiate what I'm saying with the word of God. This shouldn't be all about me just telling stories about things I happened to realize because I experienced X, Y, and Z this week. This really needs to be about the truth. And here's the biblical truth I want to share with you guys today. 
I'll be reading from Matthew 7. These are the words of Jesus Christ, the words of our Lord and Savior, His words, starting in verse 13. These are words we've heard probably a ton. Or maybe you're new to the faith and you haven't heard these words much at all. Hopefully they sound familiar. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Verse 15. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. So Jesus tells us to watch out for false prophets. And we might think, well, yeah, we know this. False prophets, they're saying things that aren't true. And even though his word here says, they come to you in sheep's clothing, which means they come to you disguised, from the outside, you cannot tell what they are. They look like sheep, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. So you have to do more than look at these individuals to know that they're false prophets or false teachers. You have to go deeper. Something has to come out of them. You need to know what's inside them. So as they teach, as they talk to you, they bear fruit. Either that fruit will be good, or that fruit will be bad. Jesus says that we will recognize them by their fruit. The assumption here is that we know what good fruit looks like and what bad fruit looks like. Well, we should know that. We should know, based on the Word of God, the Scriptures, we should know what good spiritual fruit looks like and what bad spiritual fruit looks like. When we are testing the fruit we see come from others, we should be comparing it to the scripture. What someone says needs to line up with the word of God. It must. It cannot contradict the word of God. There's nothing new God is doing outside of what the scriptures tell us he is doing. There's nothing new in his character or his behavior that we should be discovering today outside of his word. If we have this Bible with these words that describe our holy God, who he is, how he works, what we are to him, what our function in the kingdom is, all of these things, this is here so that we will know when we encounter a person or a teaching, a concept, some theology, we'll know if it's genuine, if it's right, if it's true, because we have a word to compare it to. That is what we need to be doing. The passage I just read today, Matthew 7, 13 to 20. Go there, read it, look at it in different translations, look at it in the original text, look at the verses around it in this book. I think these words are really clear. I'm not sure how much interpretation you can put here. Watch out for false prophets. That's clear. 
They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. That's clear. Don't think the false prophets and false teachers are going to look like the devil when they show up. They're not. They're going to look like what you expect a real good, genuine teacher or prophet, whatever, to look like. They come in sheep's clothing. We're sheep. They look like us. I can tell you that the people who have led me astray, which looking back now, I see where that has happened on multiple occasions, but at the time I did not. What I thought I was seeing was someone who was like me, but just searching for more, and this person had found whatever this more is, and I wanted to have what they have. I wanted to be how they are, and so I hitched my train to that, and in this twisted, egotistical deception, I convinced myself I was just looking for more of God, when really I was just looking for something that wasn't God. They appealed not to my desire to grow close to the Lord. They appealed to my desire to have things other than the Lord. It really was about my life being lived for the Lord. I expected that to look a certain way. I expected to have certain things. And when I didn't, I thought there was an issue. And then I'd get upset or I'd get angry or I'd just get jealous and think, well, I should have more, I should have this, I should have that. So I'm going to follow whoever is telling me they were able to get that. They got the formula. I'll get the formula from them. Never mind that so many of them ever actually pointed me to scripture to substantiate what they were saying. Their experience was their truth, which I could not refute. So I accepted it because it looked like they were just like me, except they'd achieved something else. They'd attained something else that I didn't have. And I just wanted to have that and be like them. I don't have a song this week because that's another issue. Putting the teaching aside, when we say we're worshiping the Lord in praise and worship, we're singing his praises, let's, let's really look at the music we're listening to. A lot of what's out there right now, popular Christian entertainment, is really more about like encouragement and self-help. There's nothing wrong with inspirational music that speaks the truth of God to remind you of those truths, right? But if we're going to worship the Lord with praise, with song, with music, if we're going to glorify him, we need to think about what we're saying. And right now, I'm realizing I haven't really analyzed a lot of the music that I've been either telling you to listen to or I've been listening to, you know, in the car all the time, whatever. There's a song in particular I heard that mentions something. Some, it looks like a spiritual principle that all these people talk about that I don't understand. And then I look at the scripture and I realize why I don't understand what they're talking about. I don't have what they have. It's because they are not interpreting the scripture correctly. And what they're telling me they have, I don't know how they could have it because it's not something that exists. So I've been singing this song and crying out to the Lord and asking for him to give me this outpouring of X, Y, and Z. And then I realize that doesn't even make any sense what I'm asking for. No wonder I cry out, I cry out, I cry out, and I don't get this thing these other people have because that's not a thing. That's made up. That's some weird illusion. So I don't, I don't even want to put a song in here this week. I really feel like I need to go back and just review what I've been telling all of you and make sure that this is theologically sound. 
Again, there is nothing wrong with telling your story, or even that sounds wrong, telling the story of what God has done. Like, what does that look like? That picture's great. My experience in some kind of suffering might encourage you or teach you something, but there's gotta be some biblical value to substantiate my experience as valid, genuine, and spiritually relevant. There's gotta be some biblical truth in there and it has to glorify the Lord. I am not the end of all this. You are not the end of all this. His kingdom is the end of all this. So I ask you to forgive me if I've misspoken or if I have foolishly tried to teach you something that I never should have learned because it's wrong and I should have been in the word, reading the word taking what I hear and comparing it to scripture. And instead of saying, eh, that doesn't feel all that right, but everything else this person said feels okay. So maybe it's just me. Instead of doing that, I should have just gone to the truth and tested that teaching. I will not speak here again, unless I have the word of God to share with you. Truth to bring you spiritual value. And if my experience adds some real life example that helps you understand that truth, awesome, great. But the goal here is not for me to tell my story. Never should have been. If that's what I was doing, it's wrong. The goal here is to share the gospel message. I hope and pray that you seek the Lord to show you if you've been doing what I've been doing, which is trusting people at their word because of how they appear. That is specifically what we're not supposed to be doing. We have to test that fruit. Father, I ask that you forgive us for not testing what we hear, what we see, what we're exposed to, for not comparing that to your word, to the truth. Father, if our motivations behind seeking you are wrong, if we're not really seeking you, if we're seeking gifts and wonders and miracles, and if we're seeking something that isn't of you, reveal that to us, God. Expose that to us, God. If we've been deceived, God, correct us. Show us that error. And Lord, give us the discipline to really get into your word regularly that we, we look at your word the way we should. So man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, that we would rely on your word as our life source, Lord. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.